This is a Hoff Studios podcast. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome back to Harry Tales, the podcast where I, Harry Hill, tell you about the tales of my life here in New York City, catch you up on everything you need to know in pop culture, and talk about literally whatever I want because it's my show. And this week, we're going to talk about Anna Delvey's birthday party. We're going to talk about Lotto's panty sale on eBay, or lack thereof. We're going to talk about Paris Hilton's baby announcement. We're going to talk about so many things. We're going to talk about the fact that it is finally... February because you guys know that it's been January for 14 years like quite literally the longest month we've experienced ever collectively I've been talking to everybody around me how are we feeling now that we're in week 97 of January and everybody is like yeah no there is something about this month that is adding up like we've been at it for so long half of me is like is it just because we're in New York and it's been gray and gross or is this like a world thing and I think it's a world thing I think even people in LA like I think it's like truly just been the longest month so congratulations and welcome to February I think it's gonna be a really great month does anybody have a Valentine yet cuz um, I mean let's just get into it I went on a date for the first time in forever I think it was a date it was on Friday night which is famously a date night and we went to this cocktail bar that doesn't have a menu and you just order whatever you want from the bartender. It was really cute. Um, we hugged each other on the subway platform. And if he listens to this, then I'm going to um, <laughs> have to, I, like, I don't know what I'm going to have to do. I, there was one moment where, first of all, if you're listening to this, sir, literally stop second of all was that a date because neither of us said date ever and it's been so long that I don't even know if this was a date um third of all it had to have been a date but you guys know when you go on a date and you don't know if it's a date maybe that's just a gay thing but anyway um we hugged each other goodbye on the subway platform and then he left for a business trip and so um I'm alone again <laughs> for another week I'm gonna see him again I'm not going to jinx it, whatever. I just want to let you know that I, you know, could potentially have a Valentine. That's it. <laughs> so if you were wondering about my Valentine's Day status, that's where it is. We're recording today a little bit later than usual. And 
that meant that while I was getting here on the subway, it was what's rush hour, but for school, like when school's out and it's like, it's like rush hour, but for school, that's what it was. And I am carrying for the first time, it's her maiden voyage, my Juicy Couture Stony Clover Lane little backpack. Can you guys hear it ruffling? So I get on the subway. I'm feeling cool. I am wearing this new Carhartt jacket that I got. I'm wearing my cargo pants that I've been living in. I look like like it's giving like punky cool. Like they're like, oh, like whatever. He's wearing a Juicy Couture backpack. These kids get on the subway and I was like, what's scarier than a bunch of high school boys while you are wearing a Juicy Couture Stony Clover Lane backpack on the subway? I had to like, I really had to take some deep breaths and make sure that I wasn't going to like, st- I was like, okay, it's going to be fine. I-, I need to pray that one of them isn't going to get a Sharpie out of their little backpacks and draw a penis on my new Velour Stony Clover Lane perfect green backpack. It's the perfect green. If you guys are watching this, you know, but if you're just listening, just imagine the most perfect green ever. It's like a little knapsack, green, delicious green velvet velour, I should say. And it says juicy in diamonds on the flap. Like it's, it's there. Okay. All the kids smelled like French fries. And I was like, can everybody leave? And then this little Blair Waldorf look like she was like the only girl. I don't know. It's like, it seemed like an all boys school, but then there was one girl. I was like, what are you a teacher? She like squeezed herself into the place that I was standing in, which was like right by the door. Like I like to stand right by the door so I can hold on to the thing and like just like have my space. And she squeezed in and like took my spot. And she was talking to this boy and they were like, what did you do over break? And I was like, it's like late January. What do you mean? What did you do over break? But then I was like, oh, they're talking about break. Like they probably had like a homework break, right? Like a study break for period five. And then I was like, I don't miss school at all. I couldn't imagine having a break. (laughs) What did you do over the break? I don't know. Drew some hearts in my notebook. (sighs) So I survived the subway trip here. Now we're here. And uh, there's a lot of things that I want to talk about. I have my lovely list. I've got my docket. I already congratulated you guys on getting through January. I went to a book signing for Brett Easton Ellis. I'm just going to like say it really quick because I feel like nobody cares about Brett Easton Ellis. Um, He wrote American Psycho and Rules of Attraction and Less Than Zero. And he kind of invented Ray-Ban Wayfarers back in the 80s. But him and a bunch of other writers went to this school called Bennington. If you guys know of Donna Tartt. Like every like everybody's like <laughs> anyway, I went to a signing and I asked him a question through the moderator. Like they sent us an email that was like, "If you have a question for Brett, ask it here." So I responded and I was like, "If you could go to dinner with any one of your characters, who would you choose, and would your answer change if it was for lunch?" And um, it was really fun because everybody in the audience laughed, and I was like. <laughs> Congrats, to, congrats to me. Brett Easton Ellis didn't really laugh though, so I don't know what that means. But uh, I did that. So if you're a Brett Easton fan, <laughs> great. If not, we're gonna we're gonna keep it moving. I went to the Korean spa with the girls on Friday, actually before my date. So I had like a like a six hour long pregame for my date, like getting my skin snatched. Like we were in and out of the saunas all day. We were sweating. We were glowing. 
we were laying in the most random saunas. I don't know if you guys have ever been to King Spa, but it's in New Jersey. How you get there, you literally go to the Dunkin' Donuts on 31st and 5th Avenue and a black van comes up and opens the door and you get in. That's it. You get a little slip of paper that says, like, I'm on the shuttle to the spa. That's it. You have to know. If you don't know, you don't know. If you do know, you get in the van and you drive to Jersey and put on a little uniform and spend a day at the spa. I didn't TikTok it because we're trying to, like, gatekeep it. But you guys are um, my beloved podcast listeners. And so I'm giving you the gift of King Spa. (laughs) If you are in the city and you want to get out of the city and go to Jersey... Um, <laughs> I'm not making it sound very appetizing, but uh, get on that shuttle and go to the spa. It's it's a great day. I think order a ticket on Groupon because it's a little cheaper. But uh, yeah, that was a great a, a great date pregame. We spend like I said six hours there. We're like in and out of the saunas. It's a great day. We put our clothes back on walk outside to get onto the bus back to the city because they take you back. They don't just take you there. They take you back as well. And as we're waiting for the shuttle, somebody sends me Alex Earl's story and it's my meme on Alex Earl's story. And if you guys remember last week, I was talking about Alex Earl in Dubai and now her memes on my story. And I just think that that's connected somehow. Like we made that happen. Like all of us in this room, in this studio, in this Spotify listening space, in this Apple listening space, in this YouTube listening space, in this Harry Tales space, we made that happen. So I just want to say thank you because we did it. We did it. Alex Earl, Alex Earl knows. <laughs> she knows, okay? So we're one step closer to having her on the couch next to me. Um, I had a sandwich. <laughs> My list is like, had a sandwich. <laughs> I saw an ad for Emma Chamberlain Sparkle Syrup, and I thought... When I saw it, I was like, oh, some person on TikTok that makes cute drinks just took the bottle from Emma Chamberlain and like put their own sparkle syrup in it. No, it's like actually Emma Chamberlain coffee sparkle limited edition syrup that you can like pour on pancakes and like pour in coffee. I clicked buy so fast, but um, it's sold out. So hopefully I'll have an update soon. (laughs) I got a bottle of the Emma Chamberlain sparkle syrup. I know for a fact it'll make my fridge literally disgusting. And I know that it's going to be one of those things that just like gets all over your fridge. Edible glitter is really tough because it's disgusting. And I had a teacher in Catholic grade school who hated glitter. And we would all like make jokes and like, you know, make sure our projects were like extra glittery. But she hated glitter because it got everywhere. And as a little kid, I was like, oh, my God, she's such a witch. Like glitter is glitter is so great how could you hate it but now that I like am an adult and I'm like don't like if a like birthday card or something has glitter on it I'm like thank you so much like I I can't open this right now like we're gonna have to open it when we're like outside and like like uh, it has to wait because like we're not getting glitter everywhere we're just not um (laughs) an anti-glitter podcast now but thank you Emma Chamberlain for making glitter syrup because it's everything I needed and more Um, I went back to my friend Melissa's house because they ordered so many oysters and they just like kept coming. So we shucked some more oysters. I saw a message from somebody that was like, loved your oyster story. Like, I'm definitely going to steal that. So whoever said that, thank you for listening to the oyster story 
and thank you for like taking it to heart and like wanting to do it yourself because um that's how traditions are made <laughs> truly um i sold some stuff at beacon's closet i don't like selling my stuff to like consignment shops because i don't like how they either give you seven dollars cash or 47 dollars store credit I understand it and I understand they have to make money and it's like a business model, but I hate that like the choices are not good, right? I'd rather have $47 cash. Anyway, I have this huge pile of clothes and if I ever want to bring a date back to my apartment, I need to get rid of that pile of clothes. So I was like, let's sell some stuff. And of course I was like, you know, going over everything in my pile that I've already said I don't want like I've already made it very clear to myself like I don't want this stuff but when I went to sell it I was like I don't know maybe I need this like maybe maybe like I'm gonna wear it again soon (laughs) I just forced myself to run out the door with it I just put it all in a bag and I went outside and I walked to Beacon's Closet I actually rode a bike to Beacon's Closet I rode a city bike to Beacon's Closet And I dropped it off and I get a call in like 45 minutes and they were like, hi, we're just checking. Um, You're not selling the bag that you dropped it off in, are you? And I was like, no, but that's a good sign because you guys like are desperate for all of my things and you're so thirsty for my closet. So like, I'm glad that I've got you wrapped around my little fashionable pinky. I go back to Beacon's closet and they were like, okay, it's either 160 cash or 160 store credit or a hundred dollars cash. And I was like, I looked around the store for like a split second, like just did a little quick glance. And I was like, let me get the cash. Let me get the cash. Just give me the money. So I got the cash and then I bought a jacket that was actually on sale from a store down the street called friends NYC, which is a Morgan stop staple and it's this like really cool patchwork carhartt jacket um and i really love it so that's that's my good uh my good story from beacon's closet this week um the last like housekeeping thing that i have is the fact that glossier our beloved glossier has switched the formula and the bottle or like tube of bomb.com and they added So it used to be like, it would, it used to be just a tube, kind of like toothpaste, but now they added the little thing so you can like apply it to your lips easier. The applicator is like, what is it called when it's like, not a doe foot, it's not a doe foot applicator. It's not eyeshadow, but like, it's like, whatever. It's like, it's like triangular almost. It's like, yeah, if you guys have, if you guys have lip gloss, like you'll know what I'm talking about. Anyway, Glossier adopted that. And now that is part of their new bomb.com packaging. It's very cute. They sent me a tree. They sent me a tree. I was standing at my kitchen counter at 1.30 PM in the afternoon as any fun employed person is wont to do eating chips and guac, minding my own business. I get a call from an unknown number and I was like, I don't want to answer this, but I should just in case it's someone calling to be like, you've won a million dollars, right? 
I answer and it's this guy and he's like, uh, Hey, I'm downstairs. I've got a delivery for, uh, Harrison. Uh, uh, it's from Glossier. It's, uh, it's a plant and, uh, a little bag. I was like a plant. I'll be right down. So I go downstairs and he's like literally in the doorway with a big plant and a bag. And I was like, Oh, this is so cute. Thank you. And he was like, I got two more deliveries just like it. And I was like, okay, great. I thought it was going to be the deodorant, the Glossier deodorant, but it wasn't. It was every single flavor of the new bomb.com, which is amazing. And uh, thank you to Glossier. Thank you to Ivy. We love you, Ivy, at Harry Tales. I really needed it to be the, de- the deodorant, though. I really did because I feel like I've been like using this deodorant that just like doesn't work. I, I've been using a gel deodorant that like doesn't work. Gel like doesn't work for me. And if you're not, if you're a gel deodorant user, like good for you, but like it just doesn't work for me. I need something like, I need like the white solid deodorant and Glossier made one of those. And so I thought I was getting the hookup, but I didn't. So I needed to go to Williamsburg to get a new Apple charger thing. And I was like, let me hit up the Glossier store and get some deodorant as well. So I go and I try to order it. I go up to one of the cute Glossier girls and I'm like, hi, like I'm, I'm here to get some deodorant. And they were like, we're sold out. And I was like, and they were like, oh, but we have like a shipment coming tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Just come after you brush your teeth. Like, just like I was, cause I was like, I'm going to stink. She thought that was funny, but, um, I didn't cause I'm just sitting here now, like stink a butt, (laughs) stink a Bella. It's fine. I really want to try the, um, I think it's called sandstone, sandstone flavor. I could be wrong. It could be sand wood, sandalwood. It's something good. And I smelled it in the store and it was good. So next week, hopefully I'm going to update you guys on getting some Emma Chamberlain syrup and some Glossier deodorant (laughs) and a second date. All right. So uh, there's a trend forecast. There's a trend forecast. There's so many trend forecasts happening all the time. But uh, this trend forecast I saw on Instagram, I think it was from Coveture. Coveture, which is like a fashion Instagram publication. I don't know. It says, is the beat up luxury handbag poised to be 2023's biggest trend? According to the Real Real's annual luxury consignment report, 2022 proved that items in fair condition are more in demand than ever. The report notes the average price for a fair condition piece is 33% less than those at higher condition levels. The lower price isn't the only factor drawing attention. The fact that the Olsen twins and Julia Fox are sporting their beat up luxury handbags in public also comes into play. And, you know, the fashion, the senior fashion editor, senior fashion lead at The Real Real said that um, it's making younger generations feels, feel like it's okay to have something that's worn. So they're tr- they're forecasting a trend of people using beat up luxury handbags. And I commented and I said, honey, we literally need years to beat up our handbags, to put them on restaurant floors, to have celebratory champagne overflow and spill onto them, to get caught in the rain, to fill it with way too much, to shove it up against the elevator wall on a crowded ride up. This is not a trend. This is a life. And I stand by what I said. I understand that they weren't saying like, all I'm saying is like, you got, like beat up your bags, right? I've been, I've been on the beat up bag thing, honestly, because it's stressful when you first get a designer handbag. Like, 
it's so stressful and you feel like you're taking care of a baby and you like don't want to bring it anywhere and you don't want to touch anything and you don't want to like it's it's hard to be precious with a bag that's why when the high schoolers got on the train with my juicy couture backpack I was like you know what if they rough it up (laughs) as long as I'm safe like y'all can rough up my bag because like it'll give it some history it'll give it some story it'll color it right and that's how I feel it I don't know why it got me thinking but it got me thinking about my brother and how he's always like I want to like run this into the ground like he's really into like having an item and like using it until it like can't be used anymore of course his items are like a drill right or like some other like I don't even know what do guys use um hammers uh cars motors and I just thought it was so funny that like to my brother he's gonna like use a drill forever and I'm gonna use an Alma BB in monogram canvas forever right like I just think that it's so it's so it's like at the core of humanity to have like preferences like that right (laughs) I just thought it was so funny um also the the pictures of Mary-Kate and Ashley's beat up Birkin bags, beat up Kelly bags were all over Tumblr when I was like in high school and absolutely made me want to have like a like a luxury piece that I run into the ground that like I get messy and there is a line there's like a a, a line you cross when you have a luxury bag which is like okay I'm done babying it now she's like matured and I can just like run her over with a car if I want to <laughs> But getting over that line is difficult because you don't want to get there, right? You want to keep it pristine. You want to keep it fresh. You want to keep it cute. This Juicy Couture backpack is so cute. But but I know that when I cross the I know that when I cross the line, she'll be even cuter. I brought uh, one of my Stony Clover Lane Jumbo Fanny packs to multiple music festivals last year and. She picked up so many stains. She picked up a burn mark. I don't even know how she picked up a burn mark. Maybe from like smoking a joint or something. But like the there's like a burn mark on her. She saw things. She went places. She carried the weight that I couldn't. <laughs> I think that's beautiful. So yes, let's make it a trend. Absolutely. To like beat up your bags. But somebody commented and was like oh harry like totally agree but like you could also like buy a used bag and like pretend like you've had it forever and to me that feels a little like treasonous like isn't that treason to like pick up where somebody else left off it's like dating your friend's ex it's like i don't want i don't want all of your burn marks like i want to i want to make the burn marks myself so there's layers to it. There's definitely some things to think about, um, and we're gonna think about we're gonna think about them. <laughs> I did start looking at. Um, I mean, I'm always looking at eBay, but Chanel used to have sport like a sport line. Like they had like really cute little backpacks and like duffel bags and messenger bags, and they were made out of like black rubber nylon, but none of them aged well like it whatever they use the material that they use like didn't age well and so they have like 
there's a really cute drawstring backpack with like a big Chanel logo and it's like in rubber and white and it's really cute but like some of the materials just don't age well and they're all like flaking off and that's like with all the bags so I refrained also you know Chanel is like the most expensive fucking second hand designer you could possibly buy which I guess makes it a good investment watch me come in next week with a used Chanel bag full of burn marks and inside I have I have Emma Chamberlain syrup (laughs) that's like what we're that's that's our forecast for next week all right I've been trying to give you guys a dinner fact for the past couple weeks until I make it a thing like I it's it's gonna be a thing but this week's dinner fact is very current because if you well you need to know Ice Spice you guys know Ice Spice right Raise your hand if you know Ice Spice. You have to. She's like the up-and-coming rapper from the Bronx. She just dropped her first EP called Like. And she just came out with a video for In Hot Mood. And the dinner fact that you can bring to your friends that I think will wow them and, you know, will make everybody be like, wow, that's so cool, is that Ice Spice's name is Isis Gaston. Gaston, like Gaston from Beauty and the Beast. Isis Gaston. Something that you can't really unhear, right? Isis Gaston. And Halsey's real name is Ashley Fragnapani. Not to be confused with Lady Gaga's real name, Stephanie Germanata. So that's take it to dinner and take it to your coworkers. Take it to the water cooler. Bring it anywhere you need to bring it. And uh, it'll be great. All right. Convicted scammer Anna Delvey Sorokin forced partygoers to provide social security numbers for her club house arrest birthday bash. Convicted scammer Anna Delvey Sorokin didn't let, let house arrest orders get in the way of birthday celebrations. The infamous faux socialite was actually able to convince her house guests to hand over their social security numbers and sign NDAs to attend the exclusive bash. RadarOnline.com has learned. This is from RadarOnline.com, which I don't know what that is, but they've got the goods. Dubbed club house arrest, Sorokin's guests had to meet invasive criteria if they wanted to celebrate with the birthday girl. The NDA, obtained by page six, mostly contained legal language that was standard to the non-disclosure agreements, aside from one ask from guests, their social security numbers. Below the NDA's signature line, guests were asked to hand over their social security numbers. A rep for Sorokin told the publication that the documents were given to clubhouse arrest guests both at the function and beforehand via email. I saw this happening and I was like, wait, is Anna Delvey, like, did I miss a chapter where Anna Delvey was, how did she make a, I don't understand how she made a comeback. Like, I don't understand how we all watched that unfold for the past couple of years and watch her go to jail and watch. Didn't she like steal a bunch of money from people and do a bunch of shady things? And like, why is she on Vogue showing off her party? Where does she live? Is that actually her house? I don't know, but I wouldn't give my social security number to Anna Delvey. I don't even know my social security number. It's like in my notes app, which I guess is like, I probably shouldn't say that. It's one of those things where it's like, what can you really do with the social security number? Like, can you like really fuck some shit up with it? 
Yeah. Okay. Everybody in the room is nodding. Okay. Well, um, I guess Anna Delvey's out to get everybody now. So I did see some people that I knew there and I was like, what are you doing there? Um, it looked hot. It looked crowded. It looked dark. It was just a party at her apartment, question mark. So I wouldn't be opposed to having her on the pod, but she wouldn't be able to because she is under house arrest. So I guess that's not going to happen. I actually, I did DM her one time when I was kind of drunk in the back of an Uber and she did respond because that is blue check privilege. Okay. She has 1.1 million followers. Why is she not verified? Is this her page? It has to be. I'm so confused. Did I miss, did I miss an Anna Delvey chapter? I had to have. This is her page. Whatever. I messaged her. On March 13th, 2021, and I said, hi, Angora darling, what's up? And she said, what's happening? No question mark, just what's happening. And I said, oh my God, hi. IDK, I'm at an opry ski party. I was at an opry ski themed party with my ex-boyfriend. Um, and she didn't respond. She left me on read. It says scene. <laughs> Awk. Um, okay. Well... That is, that's the, that's the Anna Delvey tea that we've got. Um, I was with, um, not to like name, name drop. <laughs> we're, we're taking it back to the Brett Easton Ellis book night. Afterwards, I was like kind of hanging around. We were like being sceney, like the girls were smoking cigarettes and Kat Marnell was there and she was talking about how she was on her way to Anna Delvey's and we were like, oh my God, that's so funny. She was like, yeah, we have to give her... She she was talking about the social security thing. I thought she meant that she was just going to Anna Delvey's to be on her new show, which Anna Delvey's apparently having a show that is like Anna Delvey with like dinner guests. So I thought that's why she needed her social. Like I thought Kat Marnell was going to do some like... Like do something with Anna that like required a social security number. But she was just going to the party, I guess. I just want to know if people actually gave their social security numbers. I would have been like, um, 890-324-9966. Ding. Can I come in now? I'm sure people actually did though, because it's New York City and people will do anything to get into a party, myself included. All right. Next up, Paris Hilton. Surprise. We had a baby. So Paris Hilton... This actually happened like right after we finished recording the last episode. So sorry if I'm a little late, but you know, Paris Hilton announced that she's having a baby boy via surrogate with her husband, Carter Room. That's R-E-U-M, if you're interested in how you spell it. Hilton and Room, who is an author and venture capitalist, announced their engagement in February of 2021 before they wed on November 11th of the same year. They had previously spoken of their desires to start a family describing the start of their IVF process during COVID. We started going and doing it like a few months in because the world was shut down, Paris told People. We knew we wanted to start a family, and I was like, this is the perfect timing. Usually, I'm on a plane 250 days out of the year, and let's just get all of the eggs stocked and ready, and we have tons of them just waiting. So now I'm picturing, like, Paris Hilton's egg fridge. Like, I know that she has, like, a mini smeg fridge full of her eggs. And also, 
Okay, there's a couple things. She released the baby announcement by skipping pregnancy because she obviously was never pregnant. She used a surrogate. So she used the the famous um, baby's hand wrapped around your finger shot to announce the baby. And um, people were kind of freaking out, obviously, because Paris Hilton's a mom now. But also because her nails in the picture were like a little questionable. Um, she had these like big white, like like pearlescent white nails and a little baby hand like wrapped around it wrapped around them and uh people were kind of freaked out by the by the nails understandably so they were a little large they looked like they kind of did look like eggs they looked like jordan almonds but that's neither here nor there i'm just excited that uh that they're having a baby immediately i thought okay it's going to be the name of another city, right? Like it's going to be Tokyo. It's going to be, um, I said Vienna. I don't know why I thought Vienna, but like, I thought that could work, but I was thinking of it for a girl, right? When you think Paris Hilton, you think like, of course she's going to have a girl baby. Like how would she have a boy baby? Also, that's a choice you can make, right? Like you can like be like, okay, I want like a boy or I want a girl. It's like crazy. Like you can like literally make a baby now, right? Like I could like go to like, essentially the apple store for like baby making and be like i want green eyes it needs to be six feet tall russian model big lips like right i can just like make it so freaky yeah it reminds me of how ai doesn't recognize hands okay anyway she's having a boy and i i'm trying to think of what she's going to name the boy and i still think it could be a city or a country. What if his name was Russia? Hilton. Russia Hilton. What what could it be? I mean, after Kylie's boy baby name fiasco, I'm just like not, I don't have like expectations, right? I'm just like, if it was a girl, I would be like, let's set up a betting pool. Like, let's make this happen. But if it's a boy, just name it Jack, right? Name it Jack, move on. Name it Mark. Name it Ryan. Name it literally anything. It's a boy. I'm trying to think of boy city names. Um, boy city names. Uh, uh, Hawaii. Uh, mm, uh, Oklahoma. These are states. Whatever. We're gonna we're gonna have an update when she decides to name it. Lotto lists used underwear on ebay after claim that she can't afford new panties so the rapper lotto who sings big energy which is like one of my favorite songs of 2022 or 2021 i don't know of which year it came out but um i love that song lotto has put her underwear up for sale after being trolled by the panty police the rapper listed her cheetah print panty on ebay for 99 cents noting on instagram that she started an auction since i can't wear them twice Basically, Lotto was seen out twice in what appeared to be the same underwear, and people were like, what, you can't afford new underwear? <laughs> Lotto's everyday cheetah print panties used, as seen on Lotto multiple times, Lotto added in the description of the listing, which garnered bids of a hundreds of thousands of dollars. It was later removed from the site. So I don't, if you're a celebrity, I don't think you're allowed to like do that, um, which is interesting. I think that's why it was taken down. Um, or maybe you just can't sell used underwear on eBay. That that might be the rule. Um, 
either way, I think it's a it's a double whammy. If it's a celebrity selling used underwear, I think that's just like a no-go, right? The temporary listing came after an internet troll suggested the rapper was wearing the same underwear in two different photos. Can't afford new panties, the Twitter user snarked, to which Lada responded, Oh no, it's the panty police. She also took to her Instagram story to show fans her underwear drawer, which included several different cheetah print panties. Oh my god, underwear is so freaky. <laughs> like, it's just like, okay, like, ugh, right? She, I did watch her story where she's like on, she's like on Instagram stories, like rifling through her underwear drawer, like being like, okay, like here are all my cheetah print panties. One, two, three. She's like picking them up and she's like showing the like crotch of the panties being like, these are new. These are new. I was like, okay, this is so weird. And it reminds me of Emily Mariko, weirdly enough. And you might be thinking, Harry, why does Lotto's underwear drawer remind you of Emily Mariko? Well, because if you go to Emily Mariko's YouTube channel, she actually has a really popular video with like over a million views that's titled like the best underwear that all girls should have, Emily Mariko. And it's Emily Mariko sitting in her garden showing off a bunch of hanky panky panties. New. She's like, they're not like these aren't used because that would be weird. And I'm just like, it's a it's it's all like it's just all weird like underwear is just like weird vibes i feel is it not <laughs> i think it's such weird vibes i think i'm gonna make harry tails underwear should i make harry tails underwear should i make a harry tails like thong would actually be really cute obviously girls underwear is so much more fun than boys underwear Oof. That's like one that's like celebrity rule 101 though. If somebody comments some stupid shit like can't afford new panties, like that is something you look at, laugh at and move on, right? You do not say, "Okay, let me show you my underwear drawer. Let me show you my drawers drawer." Lotto, don't let the don't let the haters win. You're you've got big energy. L leave it alone. Oof. Underwear. Underwear. Under there. Now I'm like, was that a date? Like, now I'm like, was that a date? What if we were just hanging out? What if we were literally just like, literally grabbing a drink? It's a date. It's a drink. It's It was a date. <laughs> um, if you're listening, write in and tell me that it was a date. I need to get a hotline soon. Yeah, we need a hotline. We need a hotline. We're going to work on that so that you guys can call in. Um, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. For sure. I'm going to a screening of the new M. Night Shyamalan movie. And uh, my friend Matthew, Matthew Cancel, he's like a PR guru here in the city. And he was... Um, I was just texting him to make sure that it wasn't a red carpet thing. Cause I was like, I'm coming straight from my podcast. Like, I'm not going to be like, like I'm going to wear like a cute outfit, but like not like red carpet. And so I texted him and I was like, just making sure this isn't a red carpet thing. And he was like, no, you're fine. And I was like, okay, cool. Cause I'm going to roll up in whatever. And then, uh, I was like, who up M nighting their Shyamalan. And he said, don't be vulgar with me. So 
um, M. Night Shyamalan is going to be there, and apparently it's hosted by Kid Cudi, question mark. I'm like, is he in the movie, or is he just going to like be there for fun, for funsies? Life is back, you guys. Happy February. I'm so excited for a new month. I'm so excited that we all collectively made it there. Um, if you didn't make it, sorry. <laughs> so, but if you did, congratulations, and we're going to get through another month and probably many more after that. So um, settle in, buckle up. And uh, 2023 is going to be a great year. Go give your bag a burn mark and uh, have a great week. It's going to be it's going to be a good one. So uh, I will talk to you guys soon. Thanks for listening. Ciao.